You are listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast with Bobby and Michelle. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the 99% Healthy Podcast. Oh, my goodness. I almost said it wrong. Hi, Bobby. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing well. You're doing well today. Well, that's good. So I like to start off every podcast by asking you, Bobby, what is the healthiest thing that you did today? So the healthiest thing I did today was make sure I drank plenty of water. Oh, that's good. Do you know how much water you're supposed to drink a day? Oh, I think you've mentioned this. I think you have. Well, you know, in my business, and it's I always... Half, it's half your body weight in ounces. Correct. Half your body weight in ounces of water. Good job. I'm proud of you for knowing that. So that means if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces of water a day. Um, we did talk a little bit about water in our very first episode... I know water is important to you, yes. and you you enjoy all types of water, sparkling water, flat water, still water. Yep, still true. Still yep. like lots of water. Still like all those waters. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm very picky about my water. I, I Do you know my pickiness? You uh, you should, as my husband, maybe. maybe yeah, you know. it's it's room temperature. Yes. Yeah, I like to like have – I, like, I don't like ice. I never like ice. I like my water room temperature. I like to drink it with a straw. I prefer a straw. So um, I think that it became a lot easier for me to drink water once I realized how I liked to drink water. So that became a lot easier for me to incorporate it into my life. But I still struggle sometimes getting all that water in. But good. You got the first answer right. All right. Good. Okay. So we're off to a good start. We are off to a good start today with this episode. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit today. And guys, just so you know. I don't know the topics. He never knows the topic. So his eyes just got real big at me when I said, we're going to talk today about. I kind of just realized I didn't know the topic. So I'm like, oh, yeah. You just remembered that you don't know the topic. <laughs> I right. I just question. When's my 18 seconds? At the end. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about self-care today. Self-care. Self-care. Okay. So think about that for 18 seconds. And you can, I would like for you, I'm going to ask you this question. Do you know, like, can you name different types of self-care? Different, ooh, different types of self care. That's a little advanced. Like, I know of like well, okay. some self care things. All right. Well, then tell me, like, if someone said to you, "We're going to talk about self care today on our podcast," what would you expect the podcast to be about? Okay, how you um, take downtime for yourself, uh, whether it be exercise, rest. Uh, maybe it's something as simple as. Uh, a massage or a chiropractor. Oh, dude, you were looking at my notes, weren't you? No, I was not. Are you sure? No, I, I'm just going I did. Through... I did leave my notes laying around. No, I'm trying to just go through my mind. Like anytime I saw the hashtag self care, like what was the post about, right? And then occasionally it's like a bottle of rose. Oh, well, that counts too. Okay. So when you think of all of those things that you just said, I guess you could break them into categories. So there's different types of self-care. So okay. something you mentioned. Physical self-care. Physical self-care. Okay. What else? Mental health. Mental health care. Okay. Very important. Self-care, yeah. Um, uh, rest, sleep, self-care. I'm not sure. Uh, that would you would probably put under, maybe under physical and mental. Okay. Um, there's also emotional self-care, social self-care. Um, spiritual self-care. So there's all different types of self-care. Okay, I got Can you, um, maybe what I'll do, I'll give you a little quiz. This is what, I, what not what I was planning to do. 
but I know everybody loves to hear you listen, listen, loves to listen to you answer quizzes. Okay. So you're going to quiz me on more self-care? I'm going to give you, Okay. Um, I'm going to get, tell you an activity or something and you can mm-hmm. tell me what type of self-care it is. Okay. okay. So from those so, categories, you kind of just spit correct. off. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, okay. Let's talk about maybe... Um, like sleep. Sleep would be what kind of self-care? I'd say health. What? Physical. Physical. That's Physical. What, I knew that's what you meant. Even yes, though the wrong word came out of your mouth. <laughs> um, how about uh, reading a book? Ooh. Um, mental? That would be mental self-care. Okay. What about meditation? Mental. Mental, but also could be... Physical? No. Well, oh, spiritual. Spiritual. I forgot about that whole category. Yes, That's yes. what happened there. And he'll do one more. How about um, going out with your friends? Social. Social okay. self care. So the thing about self care is that a lot of people don't take time to think about it, and they don't really take care of themselves. Especially, you know, my peer group, which is busy moms. We're busy running our kids around. Um, and I shouldn't just say my, my peer group is moms, but busy moms and dads, you fall into that category too, where, you know, we're, we're constantly just running around, running our kids from place to place, doing things. And we, we tend to not put ourselves, you know, take care of our own health because we're putting everybody else before ourselves. So I think a lot of times people don't think that, um, self-care is a priority to them. And well, and like many things, if you don't plan for something to, you know, basically, re, you know, rejuvenate yourself, you don't do it. I love that word rejuvenate. Rejuvenate, right. Yes. So you have to, um, as much as we keep a, you know, a family calendar of events, you, you should plan for those self-care things you, you would want to do. And you know what? That's something I've never had a problem doing. Mine's going to sleep early. Like, like I know you do. You that's do. a simple one for that's me. That's something. Now, see, that's something I have to work harder at because I never made sleep a priority for myself. I've gotten better, right. though. I've gotten better. And so what is something that you prioritize then when it comes to self-care? My podcast listening is my combination of like spiritual and mental like calm. And it's something you take time to do. I, I do. And, and it's interesting because now that I started commuting again for work, I've been able to get to it more routinely on a daily basis. But even before that, I was, you know, throw my AirPods in and start walking around the house, listen to my podcast because I missed them. Yeah. And that's one of those things that really makes me feel good, which is why we're making a podcast because I like we, listening to now, them too. Now you are inspired to do something for your mental self-care and sure. that was learn something new and create this podcast which I'm so grateful Oh absolutely learning learning new things and and doing them is definitely one of those things that makes me feel better. Okay, awesome. So how about me? Like what would you say is something that I prioritize when it comes to self-care? I think the gym, going and working out would be the number one thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What else? You prioritize that like the most consistently and then um I'd say healthy eating, yeah. like really tr- making sure that your diet is complete and super well-rounded. And very balanced. Yeah. Very balanced. Going back to the gym, though, really quick, it's so funny because last night you actually said to me that I, what did you say? You said something along the lines of, I really get my money's worth with oh, my yeah. gym memberships. 
And you're right, I do. You're like somebody that. who spends the money to the for the gym, and it doesn't matter how much you spend because you use the gym just about every day, I, almost yeah, I every do. day. It is something that is super, super important to me, and um, that is my. That's probably you're you're probably spot on with that. That's probably yeah. my number one self care. And that's not a recent thing either. That's been probably a years thing that you have always really been a gym person. Yeah, ninety nine percent. I love it. So uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about something else that I do for self-care that I have done in the past and that I'm continuing to do and evolve into. And I wanted to break down self-care. We can talk about self-care. We could talk for episodes and episodes about it. But today we're going to talk about physical self-care. And so I'm glad that you said the gym is something I prioritize. Do you remember, um, well, you know this, I have a history of back injury and back and neck issues. And this is something that has just been a pain in my neck and a pain in my back for for a very, very long time, probably before well, I think, the kids were born. I think anybody who is, is physical or athletic has dealt with injuries. That's, a, that's a, a common thing that most people have to work through, right? Sometimes it's, a, it's an ankle tweak, sometimes it's a knee, sometimes it's more something more persistent. And for you, it's just been your your back has to be managed very carefully. Yeah, my back and my neck, my entire spine has always kind of been a source of chronic pain for me. So it's it's something that I have to be very very careful with uh, when I'm when I'm exercising and when I'm just going about my daily life. So one of the things that I have found that has really helped me in managing that is something that people might consider a luxury but something that i take super seriously and do you know what that is bobby you mentioned it earlier not too much dead space i i can't i can't think of something that i prioritize and and you've never given me a hard time about it and all the time that we've been married you've never well you've never given me a hard time about having a gym membership ever because that's an investment right you're making an investment in yourself but this other thing that i'm going to try to talk about is is something that i don't know you've never given me a hard time about it i don't know what it is massage Oh yeah, you always you've always done that. I do love massage. Um, I love to go get a massage, but I don't go for the reason that most would think. I don't enjoy a relaxing massage. Oh, that's right. You <laughs> you like you like the uh, I've been like hurt massage. I'm I like call beat them. me up. I want right. to walk out of here bruised. Right, I, a painful massage. I love a painful massage. So let's talk a second about. Um, you have you ever had a massage before? No, never. You've never had never. a massage, so uh-uh. you don't even know what it feels like. I don't want no one touching me. Tell me why. I don't feel that that will provide any sort of like relief that I am missing. Like whether you go for a relaxing massage, one of these things that maybe just relaxes you and and makes your muscles feel release stress and tension, or if you're going for a massage for a long term or a longer duration, you know, healing like you go to for your muscles. I have had no desire for any of that. Clearly you've never had a massage because (laughs) you would walk away completely different. Although I think the way massage is designed, and again, I'm not a masseuse at all. Like I know, I know nothing. I mean, I know a little bit about the anatomy, but I don't really understand that whole, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but I never went to massage school. So I, 
I, I, I get a little bit about the mind body connection part of it. But I think that if you had a massage, you and, and if you were relaxed, you might walk away from it a little bit differently. Yeah, maybe one of these days I'll have to get one and have a more of a firsthand experience. And to, then we can try. come back and talk about it and you can be like, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Coming soon in a future episode. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I want to tell you about something that I did the other day. Okay. And it is a spe- it's actually not massage. But I wanted to talk about self-care. I did something that is similar to massage or that people might consider massage, but it's actually... Oh, this is your new your new thing. My new thing. Oh, I, so... Right. But I put this in the massage category. I, I guess you could. And we, we'll talk a little bit about how it's similar to massage and, and a little bit different from massage. But uh, so for those of you, going back to my, my... Well, tell them what you did so that they're not confused anymore. They need to know. Where'd you go? Oh, I, I, I had, I had, I don't even know what you want to call it. I had a massage on uh, steroids, a massage on steroids. Uh, I had some body work done called rolfing, rolfing. Okay. I think, you know, people who are in the healthy space may have heard that, but for everybody, can you describe what exactly rolfing is? Sure. So is it a special technique of massage? Is it, is there equipment involved? Well, equipment? What do you mean by that? I don't know. I feel like somebody's got like like a giant paddle or like <laughs> what do you big think stone happens? big stones. Well, there, there's hot stone massage, right? So like, people use stones. Right, right. We can talk about different types of massage too. Right. There's hot stone massage, there's Swedish massage, there's uh right. uh sports massage. I used to go and get a type of massage that was called uh, now I can't even remember what it was called. It was like a deep tissue, like a trigger point massage where they find those trigger points in your muscles and they work them out. And that worked really, really well for me. What I wanted to have done was called structural integration, which is something that my sister had done and she had told me about it. And I could not find anybody here local to us who practiced this type, this specific type of structural integration. And I, it was something I felt like I needed to have done. My sister had it done. She spoke very highly of it. It is massage on steroids, as you have said. And structural integration is a little deeper than just the muscles in your body. So Rolfing was actually created by a woman named Ida Rolf, and she created this technique. And what she believed is that we are connect our all of the insides of our body are connected through fascia. Did you ever hear of that word, Bobby? Yes. You have. Tell me where you've heard it. I don't know. Maybe you've been talking about it. I don't know. Fascia? Do you know what it is? No, no clue. So it's like that connective tissue. It's like, it's the tissues of the body that are not your muscles, not your tendons, not your, all those other pieces. It's, it's, it's fascia. It's all the stuff in between. And so what Dr. Rolf, I think she was a doctor. Yes. Dr. Rolf um, did was she just, she found that connection and she wanted to study it she studied all sorts of holistic methods like chiropractic and and other types of integrations i guess that you could call them and holistic integrations and she designed this specific type of um i don't want to call it massage but what do you call it specific type of well i mean it just i think it's a massage i think it's anything that's really physically maneuvering or manipulating your body well, what is makes a it, form of massage. What makes it unique is that it is done over a series of 10 sessions. And so each session continue like success. What's the word? 
Six, do they build on each they other? They build on each other. Okay. They're successive. Is that the right so word? So it's a it's a program. It's a step by step program, if you will. Correct. Like, but okay. again, not every program is the same. It's going to be based on your needs and your body's function and and where your body needs support and and help. So I had this done. I went for the first time last week, and actually earlier this week, and I had it done. Did I tell you about it? Yeah, you told me you went. I was so excited to have finally found this person in our local area and, and it was amazing. And it was just exactly what I was looking for because it hurt. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like, but a good, a good hurt. You don't know what that means because you've never had a massage. No, I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. Nope. Did you ever have like, like a sore muscle? Sure. Like soreness after like skiing or something. And so... Did you ever, so how, did you ever like take that sore muscle and like rub it and like try to like make it feel better or stretch it? I don't think not stretch. Yeah. So I think I've, you know, you know, stretch things out, but also just walk it off. Kind of like just go be active again and it works its way out. Okay. And if it's a particularly, you know, unique or high energy event, then it's just a couple of ibuprofen and it's, it's, Ugh. it's relaxed. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That makes my heart hurt. She doesn't like that. I don't like that at all. A couple ibuprofen and you're good to go. Yeah. Well, Dr. Rolf believed that the body heals itself. And so once you once it's working properly and things are put back into alignment where they're supposed to be, your body's going to be, it's like, like a well-oiled machine, right? Like mm-hmm. your car. Sure. Your check engine light comes on in your car. You maintain your car. You change the oil. You do all the things that you need to do, and your car is running properly again. So, right. or if this, you don't maintain your car, you get the check engine light, and your car goes into limp mode, and then you're stuck. Are you speaking from experience? <laughs> I'm speaking from helping somebody's experience. Okay, let's change the subject. <laughs> let's not talk about cars anymore. That's a different episode too. Okay. So, but I believe that too. In and in my business, um, you know, I'm 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 very much into a holistic approach to health and and I believe that too and I can tell you that after I finished with the Rolfer I absolutely felt it I stood up I immediately felt taller I felt thinner I felt less bloated I felt um I felt so like- even though the actual process was a would be considered a more more painful massage the benefits just after that one session were way better absolutely. like like a big physical feeling improvement absolutely and she really do you know what she started on actually she when i got there she she watched me walk she looked at my feet uh and she she looked at my legs and she looked at my shoulders to see how i was standing she really checked my posture out and she was it was really neat she didn't know much about me but she was able to tell me things about myself and my my physical self just by looking at me and immediately I was like, this lady is good. She knew, she knew about my low back issues. She knew where my point, my, my pain points were. And she was able to address those. But the first thing she said to me was, do you, when you breathe, do you feel it? Like, do you feel your lungs expand when you breathe? And I said, I never really, no one ever really asked me that before. So I breathed a couple of times with her and I said, no, not really. She worked on my rib cage and like my, my chest, my rib cage, my, and my, I don't know what you call that. Like, you know, like the side, my, my abs, I guess for like 45 minutes, I, I actually felt myself be able to breathe. The other cool thing was, um, she was able to 
when she was manipulating the fascia, which people might think is muscles, she said, oh, I can tell this is old. She said, this is old fascia. Like the, the fascia was really built up and it was like knotty. And, and I said, how can you tell? She said, I can tell by the texture of it. And she just, she worked on my back and she, you know, moved my arms while she was working on me, moved them over my head. Had, so she was able to get the muscles at a different angle, get the fascia at a different angle. It was a really, really cool experience I had like I really left there feeling enlightened and um it was just a really cool thing it was it was like the next best thing to a massage cool well I'm glad you had a great enhanced massage Do you want to go get a massage now no no so <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about what what the 10 sessions involves so the first the first three sessions are they call them the sleeve sessions and those are just to kind of loosen your body up and get you relaxed and get like the most superficial layers of the fascia and then the next sessions focus on your core and she did a little bit of that with me that sessions four to seven and then you can take a break they have to be done weekly but you can take a break after um I, I believe it's after session three and then after session eight. And then they work on your pelvis and your legs and they will spend a whole session working on your feet. And then they um, will combine everything at the end. And then you kind of just go for maintenance after that. So it is a series and um, it does, you know, it's it's a commitment, I guess, is is what it is. Wow, that's an involved and lengthy process. So what is your next session that you have to go through since you just went through this first one on the wall rolfing? So what is next for you? So next would just be session two where she'll continue to break up uh, the fascia. And like I said, the first three sessions are really just loosening everything up and getting things to stay. So things get super tightened up and we want to loosen them and give them that, that memory to stay. Is this all over the body or is it a particular focus area? Are you, is, the, is the sessions focused in different areas or is it all over the same areas? I don't know what you mean. You have fascia. Your whole body, is, it's connective tissue. So it's, all, it's connecting everything all over well, I, the body. Okay, but I envision, so your back is the big focus yeah. for your maintenance and your care. Yeah. So my mind is it's like just round ones on the back, round twos on the back. Or is it more complete body? I think as things start to loosen up, it's kind of like they they let the body tell them where to move next. So if my back tends to loosen up and they see that maybe my glutes need more work or my shoulders or my neck, they're going to move into that area because the, they kind of let the body tell them where they need to go next. Does oh, because they're treat. It does, because you said that it's a whole body treatment mentality. Correct. So it's not just, oh, you have a back issue, so we're working your back. You go through the entire process, and it, essentially what you get through all these sessions, it's a whole body exercise or a right. whole body treatment. Right, and I think that's what makes it different than just a regular massage where – you know, I've had massage in the past, you know, deep tissue massage and trigger point massage where they focus sometimes on just a certain a specific part of the body and you get up from the table and you feel so great and you feel relaxed. You've never had a massage, so you don't know how that feels. Well, now maybe I'm going to have to get a massage. Like I, I said, no, should. I was, I was a little curt about it, but 
now I think, okay, for the podcast, I'm going to have to go get a massage. We definitely should. Maybe we should get like a massage, a massage place to sponsor us. <laughs> I think They're going to have to convert me. Like, <laughs> we'll have to see how that what happens. But I think, like I said, I think this is what makes it a little different from massage because when I have a massage, I feel good for like, you know, a day afterwards. But then, you know, I go to sleep, my posture gets off again. And then the next day or two days later, I'm back to feeling sore again or I'll be, like, you know, tightened up again. And so this is really like giving your fascia staying power and keeping it. So instead of everything tightening up again, it's training your body to be structurally sound. Okay. I got that. And the the results are longer lasting. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when you go to the gym and you lift weights and, and you know, you're building that muscle memory over time. It's kind of okay. similar to that. So very good experience. Highly recommend it. Different than anything I've ever done. And really excited because my back is in, not because of the the rolfing, but because of the um, care that I've been taking. My back is in better shape than it's been. And I, you know, I've had a history of just back injury, right. hip injury, low back stuff going on. So I think maintenance is key. And of course, you know, I always, uh, I love a holistic approach rather than all the other methods that are out there. So that's what's important to me. So I highly recommend it, listeners. If you can find a rolfer in your area, definitely check out um, the opportunity and see if it's something that maybe fits your lifestyle and your 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 physical self-care. It can be a spiritual self-care. So I'm calling it now. If there's a massive uptick in rolfing, you heard it here for, you first, heard it here. folks. <laughs> it, is, it is becoming more and more popular. And you can read about it. I'll put an article in the show notes so that people can read about it and see, um, you know, read more about, about what it is and if it's something yeah. that might work for them. Yeah. So if you look at the show notes or 99percenthealthy.com, we'll do our best to make sure that you get access to everything we talk about on a regular basis. Absolutely. So Bobby, what have you learned today? Okay. So I learned about, I'm going to go backwards since this is the freshest in my mind. We learned about rolfing. We've learned about this technique, multi-session, whole body um, treatment. So that's really good. Uh, I've learned that maybe I need to be more open-minded about massaging since I seem to be maybe in the minority of opinion about no, no thank you. And then uh, what else did we learn about today? Well, we learned about all sorts of um, different levels of self-care. Yeah. And that was really the, the theme today. So yeah, and we can your, definitely. Your, your, one of your major physical self-cares is, was massage, and now it's rolfing. Yes. All right. And I think Good. there's lots of opportunity for us to talk about other you know, forms of self-care, both you and I. Oh, definitely. Uh, in future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. Now, you are you ready to share with us your 18 seconds? I am. I have my 18 seconds for today. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited about it. Okay. But it's not really that major. It's not major, but it's but it's it's good. And I think I mentioned on a previous episode that I like using two iPhone health apps, and they're in my health folder. One of them is Zero, which is my favorite uh, fasting app, and Lose It, which is my uh, food tracking app. And so this week, I challenged myself to use both of them to improve my dietary choices, if you will. And just to kind of get an idea of, like, I kind of know maybe sometimes I eat too much. But when you actually log it, it's always eye-opening or eye-reopening. So this week, um, I combined 
uh, a 16 hour fasting with tracking uh, what I ate today, uh, or I should say this week. And I did really good. So each of the days that I tracked my calories, I came at or under my, um, my goal for calorie goals. And I believe three or four, four days this week, I did use my Zero app to do a 16-hour fast, which is my favorite fast. Um, I've done 18, but I don't really find it to be... Don't talk about it too much. Particularly. Because our next episode is going to be about intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. You well, didn't know that. I didn't now know that. Now you do. Oh, no, I know what topic. I do love that Zero app, though. Yeah. That is my favorite so fasting like app as well. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week. So, but, but to answer the question, you know, what thing have you done healthy for yourself? Well, you asked for today. So for this week, this is what I did. So anyway, and I'll give some more details about how I feel about feel about myself using those apps because it's it's a good story. Awesome. That's my 18 seconds. That's your that was more than 18 seconds. It's always is. But but that's okay. I always appreciate your 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 tech advice and your your tech side of it. And um, I, I love that you use those two apps. Those are two of my favorite apps as well. You have a whole folder of healthy apps I on do, your phone. I do. Yes, I keep all my health stuff in one folder on the front screen, first screen. Wow. Status. I am very impressed with that. Yeah. Great job. It's two pages long, too. Great job. Great job. I can't wait to hear more about what you have in there because well, it's intriguing to me. I didn't realize you took it so seriously. It's there. And then there's one I should be using more. That's a topic for another oh. episode. All right. Email me about that. <laughs> Well, everybody, that is our time for today. Thank you for tuning in to the 99% Healthy Podcast. We are so thankful for you. And please leave us a five-star rating. And you can also visit us at 99percenthealthy.com and listen to the show again there. And leave your feedback. Anything else, Bobby? No, I think you covered it really good. All right, great. Well, have a great week, everybody. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or future show suggestions. Please visit us at anchor.fm slash 99% healthy. That's anchor.fm slash 99percent healthy. Thank you for listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast.